I just want to briefly respond to um, someone's FB post. They were writing on gender and wanting to promote egalitarianism, which is basically just saying women ought to be everything God's created them to be, that there's no limit on them um, in answering God's call. And I want to say bless you to the person who wrote that post. Um, So many people that have been troubled by women with voices and vocations have wrestled internally with the issue but just not settled as that writer has. I have a dear brother in Christ, um, a pastor who said to me years ago, frankly, my wife and I love you and trust you believe what you're saying about women as pastors, but I just do not see it in scripture. And I, Terrilyn, had no clue when I entered seminary that gender would be such a flashpoint. I mean, my pastor growing up was a female. She was a woman. And my mom was an executive. And my dad encouraged my mom and literally prodded her forward and up. By 30, I personally dreamed of, you know, barefoot mornings with little ones round or near me, scampering between the kitchen and an organic garden as I cooked the first of three meals while my hubby prepped for work, as always. And I saw my faith journey largely, if not exclusively, as between God and me. But God had different plans. So many women in positions of leadership have resisted God's nudges because of the winds of politics around the subject. Who wants to bicker or be the brunt of a brother's thinking you're living out of line? But oh my gosh, how many women leaders have blessed me? Elodie, Carol, Deb, and Kathleen at Denver Seminary alone are in the weft and weave of my journey to dig into the biblical text and empathize and care for myself and listen and learn our Christian history. They're in my heart and they matter to me, along with Pam B. on my graduation day. And Jan, who made her way through the military's regimen, is on the tip of thousands of tongues because of how she has inspired them. Women are not better than, not in competition with, and not dishonoring the indisputable gifts that are men. But with revelations coming on every level and in every field, can't we see the wholesome gift in beholding all God would reveal through his daughters? Can't we allow that he has more to share than we currently see? I mean, I'm not ticked off at anyone on either side. There's a continued discord and it seems to necessitate more prayer and deeper reflection and conversation. I believe that clearly the rewards of holding on to illusions of human ownership of power, land, and position are not just many, but enmeshed in so many men's identification of themselves. I mean, yeah. When I'm making for all of us to let go of those private reserves, Scripture says Christ is king, not man, and not humanity, and that he's expressly for all of our flourishing in him. And he's centrally and democratically located in whoever sincerely makes him Lord. And that's not anointing, 
right? That's about him being fully present. To fully embrace our identity as new creations, we need to behold one another in the spirit and not just in the flesh. Two, we need to allow for a new moment, one where the Lord surprises us with children, foreigners, and women bringing the gospel to our assembly and Christian lives in ways that help mature and unite us and heal and reveal us who believe to be God's children, adopted, and the bride of Christ. Have a good rest of the day.